0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10
1: per order. Additional terms apply. Brain Sprint here with uh, Chris Smith. We are getting it started here on the High School Football Podcast. We did all the league previews. We finally got some actual football to talk about. Chris, it's enough hype. It's enough of us just talking about who we think is going to win and who's going to lose? We actually have some results to talk about. Uh, we'll break down uh, you know week one in, in just a second. But um, you know, how, how you doing today? What's going on?
0: Man, it is a beautiful day in San Diego. Beautiful weather out here.
1: Beautiful uh, day to wear a suit. Look at, look at you, well, all you nice know, and proper. That's my day job, man. I got a real <laughs> job. You know, football is <laughs> fun, but I got to pay the bills, bro. Absolutely. Um, so let, let's talk about last week, and uh, let's talk about. I was at. Uh, you were at the Helix game. I was uh, Helix Cajon. I was at the the Granite Poway game. Real quick, uh, what was your synopsis of the game? That you watched
0: um, You know He looks look good uh, They probably impressed me A little bit more I mean Going into the season I didn't think they were As athletic as they actually are And uh, I mean That's all the preseason stuff You get to see about them But when they played A pretty good Cajon team um, They came out to play A little bit of spot, Sloppy special teams play uh, To begin the game And a couple of turnovers Key turnovers But the defense Have them that game And then you know They do what they do They fed the ball to Fado And he took care of the rest um, I do like the RPO They're running over there I think that that's going to give a lot of teams some fits because they're going to put nine men in the box. They're going to hit the edge with the other guy. So I got to say that they're a more balanced team than I
1: probably thought they were. And they're using Delshawn Trailer in multiple facets. Right? He's not just playing quarterback. He's playing some slot. You know, we need to change out.
0: that kid's name. Do you remember the uh, the Steelers had a kid named Slash? Yeah. That that's this year Slash. I mean, that kid's going to play every <laughs> position that you can put him at, and he'll do it because he's he's a team captain. He's a leader, um, hardworking kid. So he'll do whatever the team needs him to do.
1: Yeah, I I, I was not in. Um... I was not surprised with the Helix score I thought that if they would beat Cajon it would be a close game um, They, uh, you know, Cajon jumped out on them pretty early and then uh, Helix came back the one thing on special teams as a special teams coach that week one is just like the most stressful week you will ever have in terms of one, making sure you have the right guys on the thing and two, making sure nothing uh, disastrous happens and, and it, it's kind of like a playing uh, role of just trying to get you know, yeah, they, weren't the, only, they weren't the up only they weren't
0: the only team in San Diego to to struggle with special teams. Obviously, Mission Hills went up there and they struggled and that. That was a big part of why they lost that game. Was obviously some bad special teams play. So you're absolutely right. Beginning of the season, it's hard to make sure you got the right personnel out there. Make sure everybody's on the same page. That's the one thing that we probably don't practice more than anything else. We do offense. We do defense. We do a lot of drills. When it comes to special teams, we might overlook it a I, little bit. I
1: burned two timeouts last week because I had too many guys on the field for special and teams. And you still have a job? Uh, you know what I don't know why. I had a kid run out there. I've never had him on punt the entire off season, and he runs out there for punt and just kind of, like, aligns somewhere. He just wanted to get in the game. And I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> what have I ever had you on punt? He's like, Coach, I I don't know. I just I thought, was, I thought it was punt return. I was like, we had the ball, son.
0: So. You know You know what you say to a kid when he does that? What? What's that smell? <laughs> he goes, what do you mean? Did you just brain fart?
1: <laughs> uh we had a lot of those issues uh in the J V game that I was coaching in. Uh, uh, talking about before we get to the top ten for this week, let's talk about the biggest surprises of last week and the biggest, you know, disappointments uh, you know, coming out of the gate in week one.
0: Uh my game is both. The biggest surprise probably and the biggest disappointment. Um that's the Otay tie Ranch uh San Marcos game. Um, after taking a while up in by Lincoln, I I expected San Marcos to bounce back. Um, they went into halftime i think even late in the third quarter with the lead and uh otai ranch just hung in there and ended up pulling out the win um for me the biggest surprise obviously is otai ranch pulled off the, the that win and the upset um you know which in my opinion puts him in my top 10 this week which we'll talk about later but san marcos i don't know what's going on with that program right now i mean you know they 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 had a lead and they they couldn't close the door on that one and that's probably my biggest disappointment
1: I think uh, for me with San Marcos, um, I was not to say I was expecting them to lose Otay Ranch, but I'm not surprised that Otay Ranch won because I think it's going to be a work in progress. I think it's going to be a build, and I think it's going to be you know a two a two uh, year deal uh, with when you have a new head coach that he wants to run things his way and, and, and turn uh, the program into his. It's it's going to happen like that, um, and so I'm not surprised uh, in, in terms of in terms of that. That San Marcos is going to be a team that's going to be in every game. Because they're talented enough to play with the teams they're playing with. And, um, you know, they're not as dominant as they were probably a year ago. um, So they're not going to be blowing anybody out. But I think, you know, we were talking about it, um, you know, uh, in our previews. Uh, I had them going around 500 this year and the biggest deciding factor for them i think is next week in in, in terms of where they're going to finish in the avocado league standings uh because i think them and oceanside are going to be the you know the the comparable the matchup and whoever wins that game is going to finish in you know fourth or what would have you uh in the avocado league standings for me the biggest surprise i thought was valhalla i'm going to go with valhalla because i thought their running back was uh, you know i heard stories about him about how you know oh man they got a good running back they got a good running back i'm like all right you know they You know, they were what they were last year. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, But he... I'm going to tell you right now he's going to win them five games. Really? Him individually to win them five B. games. I he's good. I mean he I and I'm not saying like University University City's kind of on the on the way down. Um and, and talking with some of their coaches it's like, you know, it's going to be it's going to be tough. one of those years. It's going yeah. to be tough this year. Um but the way he was able to just, you know, break every he's physical, he's I mean he's got some huge legs and he's fearless and he runs the ball hard. It, is he good enough to like beat a Helix team? No. So good thing they don't have to play in the Grossmont Hills League, but the Gross playing in the Grossmont Valley League, and with the schedule they have, I think he single-handedly wins in five games this year.
0: So he's an next Jamal McClinton. Is that what you're saying?
1: Just um, not as fast. Okay, but enough, yeah, I mean he's he's, he's he's a load. He's, be, he's be hard going to, to be a guy that is the reason why they win more games than they lose. How many how
0: many how many carries you think he gets a game moving
1: forward? He gets going. <sighs> I think like 20. I think Elion Noah ranged from last year. 30-plus really? I mean, carries I a think game?
0: 25 to 30. Jeez. Well, I mean... I mean,
1: think about it. I mean, that's, that's their main guy. I mean, that's their bell cow... Uh, their bell cow back i mean that's the guy that's gonna there, take them to getting to the victories land? exactly the right. promised land of of you know maybe going 500 this year okay which would be a huge well, step a up huge. for vol absolutely. absolutely. you know what they were in cif championships not yep. too long ago yep. in, in recent memory uh they were actually in an open playoff not too long ago either yep. and then all of a sudden they just you know fell off and the you cliff, know steel yep. canyon starts getting more kids and, yep. and 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 what have you around but the you East know, County. It, but it's, I, it's
0: hard to remain consistent in san diego i mean with so absolutely. many kids from year to year to year kids going to this school kids going to that school you know different youth coaches now coaching at a certain program not that that has any influence of course but it's hard to remain consistent so i don't think you see i think what we're starting to see overall is the fact that you're seeing more teams have two three good two three years and then a down one or two years and then two good three years and then a down one or two years and i think it's going to be more of a trend
1: Uh, Talking about um, surprise as well, I thought Hilltop beating Escondido was a surprise. I was not expecting that. Uh, They edged it out. Ron Berner uh, Jr. messaged me. He's like, that's right, 1-0, baby, because I picked him to start the season 0-2 and then rip off eight eight wins. But um, I thought that was a surprise. And then I thought his dad's team, uh, El Cap, I thought that was a huge surprise because am I surprised Modern Day beat El Cap? No. But am I surprised the way the, the, the margin was? Absolutely. El Cab has, has a had a very big size line. We saw him at your, your yep, Madden rating yep. thing, and you're like, "Look, these these guys have a big enough line where they should be able to hang with some people, especially a school like Modern Day that doesn't have a lot of numbers. Um, Modern Day's got some two freshmen, like Trey Edwards, that is going to be a stud for them. Going for to be a, a stud. That time. kid's already an animal. I, he's already an animal. But the thing is, it's like. They're very young and, and they're very young and very talented, but when you're very young, sometimes you make a lot of mental mistakes and I thought L Cap well, with, the me, senior, let, with the leadership they had at quarterback and the the front line that they had coming back, I thought they would make the game, you know, a lot closer than it was.
0: I'll say that, you know, Trey Edwards has played in a lot of big games both uh on the baseball diamond and the football field. Uh that kid's not afraid of, of big games, he's not afraid of the Friday night lights. Um, he's not going to be intimidated by playing varsity a freshman year. I mean, when you take a look at him, he looks like an SEC linebacker already, and the kid's a <laughs> freshman. Yeah, exactly. But then you add in somebody like a Chris Snyder, who's a, who's a dynamic playmaker on both sides of the ball. Um, you got a good quarterback down there. You got I, Aiden you know, Calvert in the backfield. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not that really surprised that score got out of hand. Um, you know, I talked to, to Ron after the game. I'm like, bro, what happened? Yeah, right. And he's like, you know, hey, we hung in there as long as we could. I think our, our guy just kind of – I don't want to say they ran out of gas, but they, they got to a point, and, and sometimes it happens in games where you're like, are we going to pull this off? And when you have that one little mental, you know, crack, that other team starts to pull away. So it's high school football. This isn't the NFL. the ain't college. These are still 16-, 17-year-old kids are going out there, giving it their best. And, you know, you got to give them accolades and kudos for how hard they work and how hard they try. But, you know, at the end of the day, they're still kids.
1: Let's talk about the uh, the top ten. Uh, the Union Tribune uh, poll came out. Cathedral came in first uh, with 22 votes uh, for first place. St. Augustine in second with eight votes. Helix in third with that one vote. That was mine, by the way. I voted for Helix number one. Uh, Tory Pines, four. Uh, Lincoln, five. Carlsbad, six. Steel Canyon, seven. Mission Hills, eight. Uh, Madison, nine. And Otay Ranch, ten. Uh, in terms of my own ballot that I sent in, I put Helix, one. Cathedral, two. Saints, three. Tory four. I put Carl. Carlsbad, five, um, and then I had uh, Steel Canyon six, Lincoln seven, um, Mission Hills eight, Madhouse, and then uh, Otai. Or I had Otai Ranch. Then I had uh, Madison ten. Madhouse, huh? Yeah, that's what it says. So their official tag, Madhouse FB. Madhouse yeah, I'm just football. you know. I'm- Hey, Brandon Stone, didn't he?
0: He's just, is he the one that came up with that, or they were they calling themselves? Oh uh, no, they been Madhouse the for years, man. They played Madhouse the when I was at cropper. We played against them.
1: I thought that was a surprising win for them too, because no. I thought Madison was going to be down. Come on, man, they got Keontae uh, Springs, but they still got they still got some dudes, man. They got, they, they got the dude. I well, mean, Keontae Springs is the dude, but he wasn't the only guy that was making plays for them. Last two hundred plus rushing yards, I know, but you I'm just give saying the they love. had other guys besides Keontae Springs. Okay, fair which enough. watching that guy play, you're watching this guy's a college level athlete, yeah, absolutely, 100%. no doubt. Can I go over to my top ten now? Go ahead. All right, so. Starting at number one, I
0: got the Dons, which I'm surprised as an alumni you don't put the Dons. Dude, first. Dude, I can't, like,
1: I can't. It early no homer pick. It's not
0: a homer pick. We're I, just being I, honest here. I know. Number one, Dons. Number two, I got Saints. And again, the reason, the only reason t- Saints is at too, is because in order to be the big dog, you got to beat the big dog.
1: Hey, you don't want to be the guy that uh, that had Cathedral one, and then they beat LCC forty-two to nine, and then you had Saints two, and they beat Benita thirty-seven to seven, and all of a sudden you switch those two teams. Is that what you? A couple today? people did
0: that. Oh. Well, that ain't us anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: at three, I got Helix,
0: uh, impressive win over over uh, Cajon, um, especially the dominated. team that that they handled were good. them last they year. They were really good, and they were better than I mean Cajon was better than I thought they were going to be this year. Number four, I got the Hornets, Lincoln at, at number four. Five, I got Torrey Pines. Um, they, they did a really good job against uh, Los Alamitos. I was surprised that, to be honest with you, I, I think. In my mind, I thought, yeah, can they pull this off? I'm not sure.
1: I was surprised by the score. They handled Los Yeah,
0: not only they beat them, but they beat them handily. So good job to to Coach Gladnick and, and his staff over there for getting those boys ready. Good job to those athletes for not being intimidated by the name on the front of the jersey. Um, at 6, I agree with you. Carlsbad is my number 16. At 7, I got Steel Canyon. I was kind of surprised that Steel only managed 99 yards on offense for that entire game, but they did beat Eastlake at yep. home. So uh, that's a good San Diego win. That is a right good there. San Diego win. So I'll keep uh, still at seven. Disappointing play. I thought Mission Hills could have beat, uh, in my opinion, a one-dimensional team up there. And special teams hurt them. Third-down conversions hurt them. Turnovers hurt them. They dropped from my poll from number three last week to number eight. Yep, I just dropped because them down of as how well. just because of how they they just didn't gel as a team. Uh, number nine. I'm going to take Granny Hills at number nine.
1: I watched them. They're 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 right on the cusp for me to being a top ten team. They had their offense was moving. The, I was, we we're talking to Coach Kellen Cobbs before the game started, yeah. and he was highly concerned about. Well, we'll see how we do. Right. Um, because well, every not coach is going to say that game one. Right. Come on! Yeah, but he was he was he had the concerned look on his face. Like when we talked to him before, are, are he, like, you he saying was saying that confident. Kellen was shaking
0: in his boots. He was wasn't here?
1: shaking in his boots, but he was just like, you know what? I'm I'm curious to see how our offense does but with you know, the new quarterback. us in, in
0: the media; they're not going to tell us how they really feel. Come I know, on.
1: but I tell you what: the first three plays, I'm sitting there like I can see why Kellen was concerned. They started really? moving the ball backwards. Oh, they no. had a they had a you know a loss of eight. They were facing a uh, you know like a second and twenty one oh, on like their second play of the game, and then they were able to convert. Um, and they were able to move the ball in between the twenties. They're moving the ball at will, and then when they got down to the red zone, it started to be a so little bit. Speaking more of, a of problem. Granny
0: Hills, how long before that little. Uh, freshman who's on JV, Jalen Hall makes it up to the varsity rest, roster. I'm just throwing that out there. How long do you think? Week, I don't three know. week, four week, five? Or you spend the whole Maybe a season on JV?
1: They got a they got a lot of good guys. They got a lot of they got a good lot of good athletes mixed with size on their offensive line. Okay, fair enough.
0: And my number ten team, since they went out and you know pulled out what I consider an upset, I'm going to go with Otay Ranch at number ten.
1: Otay Ranch. Okay, so we agree with Otay. I think for the majority is we agree with the um, all of our teams are the same. Pretty much. Except you have Granite and I have Madison. Yeah,
0: I'm not sold on Madison yet. I, I, good win against Roger Bernardo, but I want to see them pull off. You it's know, a good if win. They, it's if they go down to B- Steel Canyon this week, I'll, I'll give them their props.
1: They do that, yeah. I'm moving them up in the in the yeah. ratings for sure. Absolutely. But, you know, the thing with Mission Hills with me, um, I'm not a component of moving somebody down just because they lost in terms of the grand scheme of things. You know, you know those people are like, well, they lost a game, they shouldn't be in the top ten. I'm all about strength of schedule and what have you. But the thing is, I moved them down so far because every team that I had behind them went out and hammered somebody out of county. I mean, that's they, they the did and what and they did. it's didn't. funny you say
0: that because that's exactly what I thought. And you know, even when I talked to some of the coaches over at Mission Hills, I'm like, look, guys, i got to drop you because everybody that was below you took an out-of-town team and they they stuck it to them.
1: And it wasn't like the out-of-town teams they played were, were, walk-overs, were poor, right? right. It's not they're like they're exactly. playing Irvine High School. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, some school you've never heard of. Exactly. You know? I mean, Hart... Long time it used to be really yep. good. They're a well-coached team usually. Yep. That's a good win for Carlos. That's a bet. great win for. Are Carl's they bet. as good of a heart team as they've been in the past? Who's to say? We'll, well find the out. Coaches,
0: they, what, 287 yep. The coaches at what two hundred eighty-seven wins? but that still, game? that's that's There's that's not, a pushover. It's not no. a
1: pushover team. And then Los Sal. I mean, it's it's yep. they have a storied program. You can yep. watch it on the PPR. Um, you know, maybe they didn't have the same size as they had in the past. That's still Los Alamitos. I mean, right. it's still. You know, that team down here would do a lot better and than the you know, Helix
0: going out and getting revenge at home and beating, you know, them at home. I think that's another big win. So, 100% agree. You know, it's kind of hard because early in the season, you don't know, get to see some of these teams out of state, you know, and not really sure who they are, this and that. But those three programs that they beat were, were respectable programs. They were hard games, and those teams came out on top. So, I agree, 100%. Let's talk about this week. Uh, we'll break down a couple games here. We'll get through it. Um, what game are you going to be at? You know, I'm going to go a little bit. I'm, I'm dropping down to a, I think a D four game. I actually oh, right. want to see. I'm going to open up uh, Patrick Henry. Oh, this that's the first right. game they, they're going to have at the, at the at the stadium. A lot of the kids
1: that used to coach. Well, and yeah, youth. some of those and some of those those players co-
0: played for me. So when I coached youth football, so I'm going to go down there and see them. Um, I also want to see in person uh, co- uh, Mr. Hicks. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a hell of an athlete over there at at um, at Morris, and I want to see what he does against this. Uh, questionable secondary for Patrick Henry. You know, Patrick Henry had a great win against Mount Miguel last week, but you know, I'm not ready to say that they've turned the page yet. I mean, Mount Miguel's been a questionable program for almost 10 years now. I know Troy's down there doing a great job trying to turn that program around, but it's not like they went out and beat a a San Diego High, a Sarah, or a team that's been there the last couple years. So, you know, it's interesting to see what's going to happen with Patrick Henry when a team like Morris comes out and punches you in the mouth, how these kids are going to respond to that.
1: I thought that game was kind of a surprise too, the Mount McGill Henry game. I wouldn't that surprised.
0: That's my quarterback. You <laughs> talking about my quarterback?
1: <laughs> we get some bias. Is that game a six o'clock start?
0: Uh, I think it's a six thirty start. I think all city uh, city conference games, all are city conference
1: games, are supposed to be around six thirty. Uh, according to Cal Preps, it says six, but I'm I'm going to venture on the six. You, you love the Cal Preps,
0: man. I got to tell you, you're
1: a that's biased, because man. the uh, the program doesn't crash when I open it up like Max Preps does. Ouch. L- little dig. I mean, that's just what it is. L- and dig. then this, this rating system's uh, faster and better, plus Max Preps took the Cal Preps rating system. So that's why I go to Cal Preps. All right, fair they enough. have all the info all right, for everybody. You're a Cal so, preps guy. So everybody San so so that. he's a Cal preps guy. We're going to be at um, 97.3 is going to be broadcasting the Grossmont modern day game.
0: That's going to be a good which game. Which
1: I thought that game, when we scheduled it back in June, was going to be a good game. I think it's even a better game after week one um, because I was uh, stock- more things that shocked me uh, Grossmont hammering Mira Mesa I thought that was a little bit of a sh- especially the way Grossmont played last year okay they they kind of fell off, and the Mira Mesa seems to be on the on, on the on the up and up you know you're 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 close to the the Mira Mesa program. You yeah. understand what's going on over there, uh so you're probably not as uh, you know maybe surprised as I am or maybe I, I think surprised. that game
0: was in all honesty looking over film and talking to coach Toppy and some of his coaches over there at Mirror Mesa um number one, that team is really, really young uh, that's the first start for that quarterback of high school football period no j v no freshman that that's his first start as a high school quarterback. He's literally the second baseman for the baseball team. With that said, I think he did a good job. Made a couple bad reads here and there. I think that game was a lot closer than the score indicated. I think that there was a couple key turnovers that happened, um, miscommunication in the secondary that allowed you know Grossmont to go down the field in a couple big plays. Um, I mean, it was 14-14 at the half, and then it just came apart. The wheels came off. I think that happens when you have a young team. Um, I don't think that's going to be the same result against Modern Day. I think that Modern Day has. Those kids are used to being in big games. I mean, they played, like, Trey Edwards and Chris Snyder, they played for national championships in youth. Um, they're not afraid of the big lights and in the Friday Night Lights. I don't think that's going to be as close as people think. I actually have modern Day winning a game probably – Thirty-four seventeen.
1: Thirty-four seventeen. You yeah. here to hear it first? I think it's going to be a really good game. I'm excited to see Trey Edwards play in person. Uh, I've seen his tape a little bit from some of the coaches. Be, hey, you got to check this kid out. Uh, you know he's playing youth ball, so I'm, I'm excited to watch him play. I'm excited to watch Aiden Calvert run the ball. I'm excited to see uh, Coach Joyner's offense. Um, they got a quarterback that can that can play as well uh, it's it's gonna be fun I'm going to my my dad's alma mater uh, I know some guys on the grossmont st- side of the ball I know uh, you know of course he coached with joiner and, and Jared Isidoro back in their saints days so I, I know some guys there too so it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun game for us to broadcast we're excited about it radio.com app uh, I had one Grossmont teacher ask me well I was trying to listen to the granite game last week and I couldn't figure out how to do it Radio.com app. If you go on our website, ninety seven through the fan sd. click the listen live. You'll be able to hear it. Also, if you got an Alexa smart, smart speaker, smart speaker, just say Alexa, play ninety seven through the fan. Bam, you got the game on uh, right there in your house. You no, know, I'm
0: still trying to work on that that uh, Amazon. What do you call it? Amazon skill. Yeah. So that we can get that over where I'm at.
1: Yeah, dude, absolutely. So with
0: that said, I want to add one little nugget in on that game. Um, there's a fresh one to watch out for at number fifty seven. Uh, when you see the kid, when you walk up to the game, you'll know exactly who it is. He's gonna—he's an interior D lineman that plays from modern Day, and he's one heck of a ball player.
1: Uh, Saint Augustine at East Lake, uh, Lincoln at El Camino, Orange Glen at Escondido. Let's talk about these three games right now. They're—they're they're, pretty—you uh, know—marquee games um, for this week. Starting with um, uh, Saint Augustine uh, at East Lake. Uh, to me, I think Saints is way more talented than East Lake is. I think they are—you um, know—poised to uh, to be in an open. Uh, championship-level team. Um, and I think Eastlake this entire season is going to be hurt by not having one Colmanero, who's now wearing you know, the gold and the purple over there at Saints, and not having Darius DeLos Reyes. I mean, two of their big impact players from a year ago are no longer there, and uh, it's going to be tough.
0: Uh, 100% agree. I don't <laughs> think that leaves anything for me to say. Uh, I'm going to take the gold helmet in this one and go at the safe bet. I think go be silver in this one. So I think Saints comes out of this one uh, 42...
1: 14. I thought Lincoln at El Camino, I thought this game was going to be a blowout in favor of Lincoln before the season starts. Now I'm not so sure. I think maybe El Camino might be able to, you know, score some points. Um, I, I still think it's going to be Lincoln by at least two touchdowns. Um, but this game might be a little bit closer than I thought, especially since um, you know El Camino was able to uh, score some points, um, you know, against uh, a Point Loma team that's uh, better than they were a year ago.
0: Hundred percent agree. Uh, Point Loma's better team than they were a year ago, but that Point Loma secondary is not. The Hornet's secondary, so I don't know that they're going to be able to put the ball in the air like that against that team. Uh, for me, this game is going to come down to the trenches. It's going to come down to one player, one very, very impact player, and that's Tina Samoa. Um, if he can get to the quarterback, uh, disrupt the, the rushing game, El Camino keeps this game close. If he can't, and they double team him with the two twins that came up, the two linemen that Lincoln has, the, the twins, if they can double team him and keep him off the quarterback and open up those holes, uh, Lincoln's going to be a track meet on this one.
1: Orange Glen at Escondido, the first uh, of their rivalry series between San Pasquale, Orange Glen, and Escondido. Uh, a reunion, a game that has not been on the schedule in a long time. Uh, a game that both teams are going to be really hyped up to play. A game that we were talking with John Maffey during one of our previews um, that might favor Escondido because Orange Glen has not been in a game like this in a long time. It's going to be played at Escondido High School. A very large stadium. It's going to be jam-packed with a lot of alumni and a lot of people that can't wait to see this game unfold. I like Orange Glen this year. I think I think they're a very good football team. They're returning a lot of guys from a team that went to a state championship a year ago, uh, especially with their running back, Kel Patterson.
0: So, I'm going to go to the flip side of that. Uh, you know, in my opinion, when you go to a. This is an old Western type game where you're going to need a cowboy. Okay. <laughs> and I love my boy Rob Ramos over there. I think that kid's what? Three year starter as, as a quarterback. He's tough as nails. Um, this is in his house, right? I think they're playing at Escondido is this at year. Escondido in the big yeah, house. I don't see. Orange Glen with all that blue and blue and white coming in there, uh, taking his W away from uh, Ramos and those guys. I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with Escondido on this one, and I think that it's gonna be close. I think you're looking at a score of 35-28 somewhere around there. So a late turnover, a late touchdown. Whoever has that last drive is going to win this one. Uh, super exciting for the city of Escondido because both these teams are separated by what I think about four miles. Yeah, it's not too and cool. a lot of these kids grew up together. You know, played youth football together. Um, so they're almost like a family. But you know, when you strap on those pads on Friday night, <laughs> there ain't no friends in the other uniform.
1: Absolutely, I- I'm excited to see the Escondido sampasquale uh, Orange Glen uh, series play out. You know, they kind of do the army. Uh, Navy and Air Force uh, deal right. for their trophy. What I think it's Battle for the Bear or something like that. Um, but I, I also I think Escondido's size and numbers are going to play too much of a factor. Wait,
0: no, you just picked Orange Glen.
1: I didn't pick Orange Glen. I said Orange Glen was going to be good this year. Oh, I didn't pick okay. the win. You didn't games. pick Orange Glen. No, See, I thought you were going Orange. See yeah, I think Orange Glen. I think Orange Glen's going to have a really good season. Right. And I planned out my season. You can listen to the Valley League uh, preview if you really want to. Okay. Or uh, Pacific. Sorry, they're in the Pacific I don't League. Know. They're in. They're in the league with Bishops and all I, those. I'm a Central San uh, guy. Um, but um. I picked one of these I picked the game Against Escondido As one of the games to lose I also picked Escondido To beat Hilltop So who knows I mean I don't really know What I'm talking about Obviously Hey where'd right? you go
0: last week Where'd I go last yeah, week Yeah For Grand Poway. No no oh, no For your picks, picks? Like percentage wise Hey by the way Whoever calls out people On Twitter for their picks And who says they look In newspapers this and that, Come on take it easy This ain't, this stuff ain't exact science I mean no, we, watch these games, we watch these kids We watch these teams A lot of it's gut feel A lot of it's you know Matches What we think about on film Who exploits what This and that Coaches don't take it personal When somebody doesn't pick your team
1: absolutely well there's some coaches that are like don't pick us don't please don't pick us. oh Madison <laughs> always tells me that don't there's, ever there's pick guys that. like that all the time it's like don't pick absolutely. us and then there's schools. Like, why aren't you picking us like right. dude if i pick you that means there's more pressure on you right well because if know you about lose that. you're gonna get a phone call from me like whoa what's going on i don't know i don't know we'll you see. Only do that to some schools I guess. that's true that's true but <laughs> i will say this you know i, I want to i'm curious though you know what your percentage was last week i don't remember my percentage i think i went like 26 and 50 i picked all the games though Oh, you picked everybody. So, like, I mean, I got games in there. I'm like, like, toss ups. I
0: think I was eight for 11. So Not I picked bad. 11 games and won eight of them. So
1: I remember two years ago, I was kicking everybody's butt. Chase Carlo had his little thing that like yeah. picked out that had all the, the things. Hey, shout out to Chase
0: everybody. Carlo for starting that whole thread. You know, absolutely, I give it, dude, hey, absolutely. Hey, by the way, the greatest tweet of all week, though, has got to go out to Chase Osborne, where he started <laughs> saying he's going to give away what some kind of award for the best uh, kick holder, the best holder, the in, San San Diego. holder in San Diego. Look, yeah. I didn't even
1: know that was a position. This kid's making it a thing. Still can at Madison. Real quick. That's this is an intriguing game. game. That's a tough game. Intri- think, There's a lot of good games this listen, week.
0: Listen, the home run hitter, you know, that that is Keontae Springs, keeps this game really interesting. I mean, and the lack of offensive production for Steel Canyon last week concerns me, um, but the the defense in the secondary for Madison concerns me as well. Uh, I think this is going to be an extremely close game. I think this is
1: a 24-21 steel can you uh mirme at san marcos i think is a, an intriguing game cuz you got two teams that lost last week that i didn't think were going to lose either one by their margin or uh you know end up losing to Otay ranch in that one but uh, that one's a that one's not bad of a ball game either
0: um I, i'm i'm a homer so i'm going to go with the marauders on that one you know until san marcos shows me something i, I just can't pick with them i mean the last two times i watched them play they've they haven't closed out or showed up so I'm going to go with uh, the Marauders on this one.
1: A lot of intersectional games uh, this weekend. I'll just rip through them, and you tell me what you think is going to be the best game. Harriman at Helix. Uh, you got uh, Carlsbad's playing at Milliken. California Military Institute is playing at Montgomery. Torrey Pines at San Clemente. Uh, Marvis is playing at Valley. Mission Hills at Westlake. And, of course, the Honorable Saguaro at Cathedral.
0: Uh, I think it's a toss-up. I mean, I'll go Torrey Pines against San Clemente. It's always going to be a battle. Is San Clemente what San Clemente used to be? That's always the question. We don't know because we don't get to see him enough. But, you know, San Clemente beat Oceanside last week. So you're not really sure. Um, I think that's going to be a good game. And I also like – obviously, I'll be at the Honor Bowl uh, on Saturday. i got to go see the Dons play uh, Saguaro. Um, I think the Dons, this might be their year to go – back to state win the state championship I mean they're really really good they're really really disciplined I mean you saw well you got to see firsthand. I mean Holden Brosnan and Logan they were destroying people man I mean I went back and I watched the tape and I was I think I owe him a gift card to IHOP (laughs) because I think I went on Twitter and said if you get like 10 pancakes I think you had like 20 pancakes you know what they counted
1: they had 36 flatbacks that's insane 36 in one game that's insane I mean, they were just. It seemed like they were just, um, you know, a bulldozer just going through. Yeah. And I mean, it made Xavier uh, Watson and Christian Hall and uh, you know Matt Bryant, all those guys need to like hook it up for their linemen because I mean, yeah. they are holes that they're they running. They need to start a GoFundMe
0: page to get those guys Rolexes, I guess. I don't Absolutely. Don't I mean, I mean dude, something. those two
1: are just like take them to the McDonald's down the street right, on something. Delmar Heights do something, or, like man. whatever, and guys. You hear that? You heard it down the street. You heard it
0: from a, a cathedral coach and Top Dog himself. Listen. Cathedral running backs, you need to take your two linemen, those beasts, out to lunch or dinner because they open up massive holes for you, too.
1: I'm excited uh, for this weekend. It's going to be fun. Uh, remind us, everyone, uh, you know, m- remind us again, Top Dog, where you are going this week?
0: I will be at Patrick Henry versus Morris, opening a new stadium at Patrick Henry High School. How excited are you to see their new stadium? Well, I've been over there. You know, I take my kid. My kid, kids go to school there, so I'm yeah. there, uh, you know, every morning dropping the boys off at school, but um, it's going to be... Emotional Because, you know, not only, about that, not only really did my oldest, son, my oldest son play there, you know, I played against Ricky Williams there. Like, you know, there's a lot of tradition. And to see all the changes they made with the new steps and, you know, part of the Patrick Henry tradition is coming down that long ramp. Yeah. And seeing that big Patriot head up there on the. That's right. So I'm not sure what this is going to look like or how I'm going to feel in that game. But I, I wouldn't miss this. Um, You know, I, I live in the San Carlos community. And, you know, I'm a big uh, Patrick Henry supporter, uh, coach. Uh, you know, coach in that area. So it's going to be emotional for me to to see all the changes and know that this is what it's going to look like moving forward.
1: Of course, uh, you can check out all the highlights on the uh, PPR when you get home. When you're driving home, turn on 97 through The Fan or put it on the Radio.com app. You can listen to the end of our broadcast. I will be at Modern Day and Grossmont at Grossmont High School. If you want to listen to that game, Radio.com. Uh, is the best way to do it on your phone. You can also tell your smart speaker to play 97 Through the Fan or go on 97ThroughTheFanSD.com and click the listen live. You'll be able to hear it. If you're going to the game, uh, tune into to our, our broadcast. We'll have a full recap after the game. We're giving out scores constantly around the, the league during the broadcast and after the broadcast. So when you're driving home to watch the PPR, we can get you some scores and you can go watch the highlights when you get back.
0: One last thing I want to add, you know, tonight's in studio guest is another, in, in my opinion, one of the best wide receivers in San Diego. That's Keyshawn Smith. So he'll be our Chick-fil-A in-studio guest on Friday night uh, live on the PPR so tune in check him out
1: oh by the way I remember you you, you said you had a surprise for Jordan Allen last week yeah. and then I watched it and I, I I was that mortifying I busted out laughing was that mortifying his reaction was, was better was huh? way was just ten times better than I thought it was gonna be
0: well props out to Jordan I'll be honest I was giving <laughs> I was giving Paul a hard time after the show and I'm like you know what bro Jordan carried that interview. I mean, oh, he did a absolutely. great job in that interview. So the only thing I want to hear is if he says it's a blessing one more time. Oh, my goodness. we got to work on that, guys. I on You know, gonna, counten- you know? I was counting it. It's a blessing. Hey, man, it's he's such blessed. a blessing. He's, he's just a, just a blessed, blessing. He's just, just a, blessed a blessing, young kid,
1: bro. <laughs> uh, we also need to teach him how to open an envelope faster than when he was. Paul was like, give me that. Paul's like, i want to do Give me that. We're going to do this. got the invite for this. He's like, we only got 15 seconds left. Hurry up, kid. That was awesome. that was a great time. That's great TV too. Uh, oh, I thought the podcast was great as always, Chris. Uh, thanks again for joining us, Top Dog Braden Sprennitt High School Football Podcast. Um, you know, post your scores, let us know what's going on. We love to have you on the podcast as well. Thanks for tuning in uh, right here on ninety seven through the fan uh, We'll be back at it next week, giving a recap and uh, talking about our top tens and um, all other sorts of uh, nonsense that we sit here and talk about on the uh, high school football podcast on ninety seven through the fan.